and that's how we start every show. Hey, Karina, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. All excited it's today. It's Monday. It is Monday. And it's raining. We usually do these on Tuesdays, don't we? We do. And That's why, why I was all thrown off today. I know. I got actually thrown off too. I looked at my schedule and then something came up and I was like, what's going on here? I said, listen, I'm on my way. I was pulling my pants up. I was like, I gotta go. Yeah. Well, and, and today's a special day. Why is that? Do you want well, to tell Well, we have a very special guest. Not only a special guest. Our, our first, first guest. That's and right. he's matching. He's matching. He's matching. All of his colors are coordinated He came today. prepared. He came prepared. Yes. And he had to walk through a monsoon and didn't even get wet. It was a tsunami. It was, and he didn't even get wet. Yes. It, it, the, the rain just kind of like... I feel like that's a really wanna, good introduction. Yeah, did not want to <laughs> even get him wet. So, uh... He doesn't want to mess up his hair. Yeah. Do we announce him now or do we wait a little I bit? I think, Jason, you want to announce okay. yourself? Hey, so let me just say, <laughs> on the show today, our very first guest of South Florida's Best is Jason Smith. Jason, why don't you give us a quick intro who you are? Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, you got it. Um, if you think of Rain-X, that's pretty much how the look would have been. It just sort of pushed right off of me. It was yeah. amazing. I'm drier now that I walk through that than first when I <laughs> was in my Like a sham wow. Yeah, I am sham wow. <laughs> you can like see why he's well. our first guest. Yeah, <laughs> he's that cool. He is that cool. So I'm fortunate to um, be Jason Smith for many reasons. One, witness protection. It's a very cool name. Yes. Sort of, you can't Google me and find me because there's plenty of me out there. Um <laughs> Uh, I am by trade a firefighter paramedic and I'm elected as a union president but um, I think you'll get into that later a little bit sure. about who I am as yep. a father of two, uh, a husband of one. And I'm an entrepreneur of plenty. So that's wow. what I identify as. And where's home for you? Where's home? Uh, city or city? city. city? Yeah. So I'm a Florida-born resident. Right. I'm, I'm a true blue blue. And uh, I reside out of Cooper City. What awesome. did you call it? A true what? A true blue and blue. Blue and blue. Oh, I think you said a true blue moon. Like well, the beer? Oh. <laughs> I was like, that's Well, in Cooper City, we drink blue moons. At the, at the oh, well, I'm a no, Bud Light girl. Okay. All because of Post Malone, but we can talk about. So that Jason time. really kind of <laughs> he really kind of incorporates everything that we talk about with South Florida's best. He lives in mm -hmm. Cooper City. He's yep. an entrepreneur. We'll get into like some of the stuff that he has done, which is like, how is he doing this? How does he have the time to do this? Right. As well, he's a firefighter in Broward County, mm -hmm. and he also represents the Broward County Professional Firefighters, which. Jason, how many members are in that organization about? Active, you have just shy of 736, Whoa. I think is the exact number. And then uh, retired from our organization is 186. So you combine that, and I've got a lot of people. That's so within Broward County, that would probably be amongst the largest union of firefighters. When you put those two numbers together, we are the largest local in Broward County. And that's why he's our first guest. Yeah. <laughs> Again, the yes. coolest guest. Yes, the coolest guest. I like the that title. Guest. I like that. So how long have you been in fire service? Fire service is now just shy of uh, 20 years um, total. So I didn't always work for the Broward County Fire Rescue, which is now Broward Sheriff Fire Rescue. I uh, initially started my career out of, for fire rescue, that is, out of the city of Lighthouse Point. So oh. still in Broward County, mm -hmm. just right. at the right. tip of touching sort of the Palm Beach County line. Right. 
That's, I, I have no idea where Lighthouse Point is, but I hear about it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Lighthouse Point? Jason? So Lighthouse Point is on your furthest northeast section of Broward County. Uh-huh. It encompasses an area right off of Federal Highway, nestled between, I think the street addresses are 34 to 54. That's how many blocks it is. And then you go right into Boca. Oh my gosh, you know so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even like yeah. describe that yeah, about where I lived yeah. in Plantation. <laughs> I'm trying to get my northwest or southwest and south north kind of figured out. I only know like compass directions because when my dad taught me how to drive, he taught me how to drive in north, south, east, and west. Oh, good. So, yeah, Yeah. you know where the beach is, you know you're heading east, right? Exactly. That's That's how I learned. Well, through the ranks, too. I mean, as in the fire service, there's certain ranks, and as you get into like from firefighter to maybe a driver, the drivers become more aware of you know how to navigate and where things are. So, Jason brings uh, you know a lot of history behind that because he's been. Every rank is currently the rank of... My current rank is battalion chief. So to get to a battalion chief, you kind of go through a lot of ranks before you get there. And with that, we're kind of hearing his experience about even being able to tell us where certain places are located in Broward County. Right, you yeah. So, so you, you, you've obviously done everything. I've been afforded the opportunity to uh, hit every rank. You have to test at bare minimum and right. then hopefully you get the nods to move through to those ranks yeah how is it driving though because i get terrified just driving my car and i can't even imagine if like someone's life depended on my driving sure so there's three ranks really within a fire service that you get to drive it's as a firefighter mm-hmm. um and and in in our area it's firefighter paramedic so you get to drive the rescue truck some people call it the ambulance um, then, as a driver engineer, actually driving the fire truck, which some people call it. Um, that's how everyone knows it, right? It's a fire yeah, truck, yeah, exactly. right? But um, So we call it the fire apparatus or the ladder truck. We have different names for what, what is out there. But um, And then, as a battalion chief, you drive, you're drive. you by yourself, and you have to drive a, essentially like an SUV uh, oh, to a site. So I've there's three that. times that you get to drive really in your career. Cool. And I would say the most challenging is all three, yeah. <laughs> and depending on the yeah, day, no the climate, mm-hmm. uh the location, the intensity, because traffic, the cities that you're in, the cities actually even change up the, the dynamics of how you drive. So. I, you know, I, I also share with Jason the love for the fire service, being a firefighter myself, and happen to be the same rank as Jason on it. And one of the things with the battalion chief rank, you know, you get the independence. So you're in an SUV, but you lose the ability to look to the guy to the right of you and say, hey, uh, is it the next right or is it the, you know. You kind of trust yourself. Yeah, you get isolated once again. So I do miss the camaraderie of riding with, uh, on a fire truck with a bunch of people that you know that you could trust, Mm -hmm. trust with your life. And it's, it's, so that's one of the things I do kind of miss about it. But at South Florida's Best, getting back to that, we love to promote any business, person, service, opportunity that you may have. And the reason why firefighter, we wanted to start with a firefighter is because, you know, South Florida's Best is owned and operated by a firefighter. Mm-hmm. And I know that we bring a lot to the table at times and we see people at their worst and businesses have been really suffering lately, right? I mean, COVID took its toll. Now there's an issue with trying to hire people. There's not, you know, people aren't taking jobs, it seems. So there's a lot of stuff going on. And then with the fire service, we are kind of like that connector. We kind of connect to the community and in kind of a unique very unique way and Jason what he's been doing which has been very commendable from a union's perspective they usually only have the communication piece with their own firefighters mm-hmm. they're really not usually an outspoken community piece to the community other than when there's a house on fire or some kind of loss but what he's doing is he's really at the vanguard position of this he's pushing out to the community all the events and all the ways that the firefighters can help the community mm-hmm. 
some of the things that I've been a part of was like feeding South Florida, right, Jason? That's correct. You guys took on the role of helping and can yeah, you a bit? yeah, we donated. Um, I think it was over. It was a couple pallets, probably worth of over forty thousand pounds of food. Yeah, that's crazy. That we were able to distribute to people in need during the COVID time, so we were able to be a part partner with that. And you partner up with a lot of different organizations. I know that firsthand. And there's a lot of just goodwill being distributed through the fire service. You have the channels, right? You have your, you guys are building your own podcast, I yes, guess. Yes, yes, we are. We're looking to go live in the month of June with our first uh, community podcast outreach. So it's Great. not just going to be one, yes, yes. <laughs> one facet. We're gonna, we're gonna hit everybody that wants to get some insight. And your podcast is going to feature not just firefighters, but the community, kind of like what we do here, right? Hundred percent. Okay, that's that's, and we're gonna be a partner with. Uh, BC Fire, is that what we're going to be calling or help me out here? Is it uh, Broward County Professional Firefighters? Yeah, I think sometimes the, the, the wording gets yeah. so long. So, yeah, yeah so Broward County Firefighters, I think, is the easiest way to identify it. So, we're going to be partnering up with them. Now, a lot of the viewers and the listeners might be, maybe they have somebody that wants to be a firefighter. Yeah. I think that's probably on our list. How do you become a firefighter? Like, can you just give us a little bit about if anybody's listening and they want to be a firefighter? Yeah, sure. Everything from like maybe the cadet program that we offer, mm -hmm. the explorers, to being, you know, gainfully employed and ha using this as your career. Yeah, so some neat things about um, being able to enter in the career is as long as um, you have an interest and we have an avenue. So usually, uh, if you're a minor, um, usually up to the age of like 21, you can become a fire explorer. So you want to engage with the city that you live in, but if the city that you live in just doesn't pr produce that explorer program, and the word is you're exploring into this job, um, BSO, will take you no matter where you live. You just may have to travel from, let's say, Sunrise into Cooper City or from uh, Weston uh, over to an area that we're having the Explore program. So that gives you an opportunity to dip your toes in the water and sort of learn the structure, uh, get an opportunity to build camaraderie with the uh, resident uh, kids that live in that communities. Um, and then you get to take the next step. We have a program that then takes you out of the juvenile section and puts you into a more of the adult piece, which uh, essentially is a an area that you volunteer your time. So uh, the volunteer service is not what BSO does. So we have really what's called like a reserve program. So mm. you really will be able to be a part of the team, but you're not necessarily um, being structured like a volunteer system, right? Gotcha, yeah. And um, and so what happens is during this time you're an adult. So you're looking to say, hey, uh, I think I want to do this. Um, what's neat, what we've just done is we've partnered as a as a union with an organization called For the Four Paul Foundation. And now everywhere that we provide 911 fire service, we now will be able to afford that area um, to apply for a scholarship. So if you live in Cooper City, Weston, Deerfield Beach, Dania Beach, Hollandale Beach, West Park, Pembroke Park, um, you name your area that we provide service, you can now apply. And if you get selected, you come down to a final um, meeting um, where your application gets selected. And we usually choose anywhere between three to four applicants that will be able uh, to get a scholarship to go to EMT school, paramedic school, fire school. So now you have that extra edge. Wow, that's really great. And and being in the service, so it helps you maybe get through and get you in the in the game. And now is that something pretty much exclusively for Broward County 
professional firefighters? That has become exclusively for us, yes. Oh, wow. That's awesome. So that's one of the things I'm sure your podcast, as you guys launch, will you be kind of communicating that more often to your listeners and viewers? Absolutely. What are some of the other goals of your podcast? I know that podcasting has become more popular than ever. Sure. And I know that you have a tremendous uh, audience potential for a lot of people to be listening. Correct. What are some of the ideas of your podcast? Like what should viewers and listeners expect if they tune into your podcast? So I think that the brand of a firefighter paramedic uh, equals trust. So with that, I want to be able to go ahead and forge into community different needs that are out there. For instance, um, you may have a young kid and you're curious about when is the right time to get them involved in swimming? Uh, what about the outlets? And should I be concerned on plugging too many things in? Fire safety, cooking. Um, but then what I want to also be able to do is pivot to the community and hit the pieces that are, for instance, like, hey, we've got this business locally and we want you to know that we're here and this is what we're providing. So we not only service those as 911 providers, but then connect the dots on being able to go back and service them with you know retail whatever that may be absolutely i know that recently you did a live and you talked about autism and that was big because a lot of people you know don't really know how to interact sometimes and i know you had a piece on that so it seems like it's going to be touch points on on a lot of different cool topics absolutely not just fire service no, at, not all. at all so. not at all we'll be there to to hit the little nitty-gritty questions right. that may come through um, we never want to get away from the standpoint of if there's interest and how do I get there to connect those dots but absolutely anything that's happening globally in the world we want to be able to bring it right to your living room right I, I know Karina might have a question here but I, and I've been asking rapid-fire here so I apologize Karina you get the next one here um, <laughs> But I know you guys also have a Broward Charities, right? Yes, we do. And um, so when we give to this donate, when we've donated, and we have been a partner in that donation, yes, we're proud yes, to be that. Yes, we appreciate that. Uh, what are some of the things that benefit from the charity that with the Broward County Professional Firefighters Charity Association? Sure. So some big ones right off the bat is we are big partners in Muscular Dystrophy Association. Cool. So... We get out there with the MDA and uh, firefighter charities. Those monies go right back out. So uh, I'll give you a couple examples. MDA is a big one for us. Breast cancer, huge for us. We uh, partner with Coleman Jean and some of the other areas. Uh, University of Miami is another one. And we, we write big checks out to them to be able to partner. Uh, another thing that we've done recently is we'll, we are preparing to do a 9-11 um, a shirt that we're going to go ahead and put out there and those proceeds are going to go to the 9-11 museum which basically in turn helps the fallen firefighters families so there's a lot of kids spouses and and the men and women left because of the call to duty left their kids and uh, that helps them go to school for colleges and stuff so we're going to be pushing back into that so many amazing things they're, right. they're talking about no Again, doubt so cool <laughs> so what, what questions do you have for well this? i wanted to go back to the explorer program sure. because my so my brother was trying to figure out a lot of things that he wanted to do because school wasn't for him mm-hmm. so just trying to find a career path and he touched on it about going into being an explorer of some fashion and we have friends of his that are firefighters but what exactly is like the explorer program what do you get to do because I know you can't really go too much or maybe you can I don't know I can't imagine like you're going to be Right, running into a burning house, but <laughs> so we bring them right up to the point that they'll they'll be able to be on the truck with an uh, um, a paid 
individual from that department, um, in our department, I should say, and they will ride on a fire truck. They can ride on a, a ambulance or that rescue truck, and they'll go to those calls. They'll see it, but yeah, we're probably not going to put them in the right, fire right. structure because they're not you know certified yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but they get to literally be on scene, see it, smell it, touch it, taste it. They'll have gear. Right. Uh, the gear is usually for them to get acclimated to that in a learning process. Mm-hmm. They'll do some. Um, uh, competitions where they'll wear that gear. There's a rank structure, so they'll be able to essentially, in the explorers, build that um, rank with inside of their program so they'll be able to call lieutenant or captain they'll be in charge and set up and schedule a lot of uh, neat responsibility that gets yeah. them ready for the next page that's cool yeah that's actually kind of like really that paramilitary cool. kind of organization yeah, yeah. if you them- think of rotc it's it's a rotc framework for fire rescue and what's normally the conversion rate for people that then do the explorer program and then actually become i would have to tell you that um, what's really neat is that's a great question. So a true conversion rate, I would have to say at minimums 50%. And why I think it's 50% is I think sometimes the funding hurts the young kids. They're not ready yet. So let, right. let me tell you three things I see. If you want to be a law enforcement officer, they usually hire you and put you through. So you're getting paid, you're going through the academy. That works for people. But in fire rescue, you got to pay your own way through. So when we saw that, that's where the scholarship sort of jump in. I want to be able to hope, hopefully bridge that a little bit. Uh, The second thing is, if you don't like school, I get it, but what happens is if you um, don't at at some form in your early adult prepare to get serious with studying, these curriculums are fast-paced curriculums, um, maximum two years, minimum six months to become an emergency medical technician, three to six months will take you roughly, Um, and you're learning medical components. So sometimes, so those of you that are listening out there, you may not like school, get down, at least pass, get your diploma, and then what will happen is you will enjoy that next layer of learning, and it won't be difficult. It won't be like trying to learn math equations. You're going to be learning about drugs and stuff that you never even thought about pushing these medicines to the needs of people. And um, it won't become like work, like school's like, oh, I got to go to school. Oh, I can't wait. I get to practice what I'm learning. And I think that's what bridges this cur- the, those curriculums. Right. So those kids out there, I understand I wasn't somebody that really wanted to go to school and now I have my master's. It's just like, right. you know, once you get in it, it sort of reinvigorates you. Um, I know you brought up medical and I know it's important for the study but it also made me think about you know seriously on a serious note like the COVID and what we've gone through as a fire service and you know the fire service is constantly evolving we're constantly getting new threats it's dynamic then COVID hits and then we don't know really how to respond to that everybody with masks and how have you seen COVID impact the fire service like do you still see guys wanting to become firefighters has it kind of created a, I'm not sure if this is the career for me, or maybe have the guys that have been on the job that are a little up there in age have said, you know what, uh, this is now something of a threat that I don't really feel comfortable with. I want to, you know, retire. Like, what? what's your opinion of how COVID has affected the fire service. COVID has hit every tier you just said. Um, It's affected the school kids because it's completely stopped the ride-alongs, which are a requirement. It's called affiliation. It's called um, field clinicals. It's completely stopped them to be able to come into the field to ride with us because we couldn't put out the risk of if they 
provided or if they brought us COVID, right? And now the team that is responding is going to affect the community that we're serving because we are minimizing and people are getting sick and then maybe we spread that. So that was number one. Number two, um, it has been absolutely un the unknown. It's might as well you close your eyes and start your car and see if you can drive out your street without hitting something. That's COVID. Mm -hmm. COVID, you can't see. You don't know. Uh, atypical presentations at times. You could be a carrier, not have a fever. Um, it could be a scratchy throat. It turns into you completely infect everybody. So just it's been the unknown. And then the third piece um, where I have to agree is once individuals start going up in the time of service and once they start getting closer to 30 years, I have seen members go, you know, I would love to be able to. My body's capable. My mind is there. I can contribute another two, three, four, five years. But I don't want to be overtaken by a disease that will potentially take me or my family away out of here. And, yeah, we, I, we did see some retirements because of that. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, um, I, I've seen it too, and I was just was wondering, uh, you as the president carry a lot more responsibility. You got the ears of a lot of guys out there and girls that work for the fire department. So I see it from my little prism of a viewpoint. I know that you see it from a much wider spectrum, so I appreciate you giving us that insight. Is there a silver lining, though? Because like, it is kind of becoming a little bit, I don't want to say relaxed, but right. more people are getting vaccinated, more sure. people are trying, or, you know, we have this new protocol coming up, I think June, right? Mm -hmm. June 1st. Correct. So is, I mean, is that changing? Are, are the ride-alongs going to be starting up again anytime soon? So they have started to look at what's called reopening. So that, that process to get life to whatever you want to consider normal is. So right. they are, th those meetings have started to happen mm -hmm. and we do see little changes in the community at large. So right. on a national perspective, they're starting to lift and they're starting to move forward on bringing normalcy back. So I think there is a silver lining. My only concern is in this industry, we always have the preparing and posture for the next event. Right. So yes, where we are preparing, it's what's next that has my eyes. Yeah. And like you said, it's unknown. So yes. you don't even know what, what to prepare for Nothing. sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It gets tricky. It, it, it I really see does. It. Firefighters are used to knowing the kind of like what they're up against. And this right. was like what Jason said, you know, insidious in the standpoint that you don't see it, smell it, taste it. You don't do any of that. You just right. hope it's not there. Right. Okay. So wait. Yep. Speaking of what you just said. I want to know. This is my pressing question. Okay. And I always feel like I have to ask people this because I'm so interested because I'm a communication major okay. and I'm marketing. I don't do anatomy. I don't do that. I don't do scary things. It just freaks me out. I am that person. I will <laughs> actually just call somebody else right? to deal with it unless I really have to. And then I'll pull through. What it. about insects? You like? like no, okay. no. Terrified. If I, if there's a roach in my house, I will literally leave my house. Oh. If someone is not there to help me. So I what you're leave. doing is burning down the house and we show up and put right. it out. Yeah. So yeah. I've I probably yeah. seen you a couple of times. <laughs> um, but what is like, what has been your favorite or the most interesting, crazy call that you've ever responded oh goodness to is this pg i mean g-rated i've seen some is, wild things well this is, is uh, whatever you like whatever you want is this family <laughs> what's what's pg-14 or mature no mature what, audience how's it go goes pg-13 well if you have a child that shouldn't be listening just turn on something no else. turn on baby shark <laughs> <laughs> i don't know <laughs> yes no so let me think about this so give wow. it give it yeah as you think about it yeah. think of one that it can be said pg-13 sure. but also somebody can imagine maybe that goes into a little bit of the other direction, but without getting any kind of 
specifics. You okay. Know what I'm saying? Okay, but we're saying give me give me my parameter one more time. It is the most interesting, or what is it? Well, Whatever, me... like something that's the most. Okay, let's put it the, the most memorable for you. Oh, one see, of the most no, see, memorable. I, see, I'm I'm gonna give him a little bit of a buffer here because okay. when that question when that question when that when that question gets asked, I know you immediately go to like stuff that the is scary and terrifying. No, like. Yeah. He's like, yeah. <laughs> I wonder, right? you, you kind of go, your mind goes to that crazy call. Well, yeah. That's what I want to know. Yeah, but that crazy call can't be really discussed on okay. a podcast. Well, so. Maybe like the, the less crazy. Yeah, that's right, and that's where you try to start searching. Can we really your, not talk? Can we talk about it later? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, we'll absolutely. Off air, we definitely would take okay, some crazy yes, ones. Yes. Really but, um, and if you guys are interested, yes. he, they can email me. Yes, that's oh, true. Yeah. If they want to know, tune into your podcast. Yeah, or turn into my podcast. Yeah, yeah, the we podcast, can do that. BC Fire. You can find them on Facebook under uh, Broward County Professional Firefighters, but they're also going to be launching their own podcast. Mm-hmm. You find that on bcfire.com. You won't be able to log into the member section because I know that that's just for the members, but. I'm sure there'll be some kind of link on the external side. Where Absolutely, people can you check can it have out. ask the president. Yeah, and yeah. that's where all the all the craziness yeah. can start. Yeah. You can <laughs> stomach the question. I can answer it. I can stomach it. Right. I can then hear I can it. it. But if I'm like living it, it right. then I'm I gotta go. Right. Yeah, it's time to go. Yeah, mem- memorable. There's a there's. Uh, I'll, I'll look, give me a little bit to think about that right. one because okay. let me tell you what. Um, a lot in 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 a short career of 20 years it may sound like a lot but that's not a long time compared to some of the others like Ray, how long do you have in the story 32 so at 32 he's got another 12 years to give of story so i can think of some stuff and um 20 years is about my lifespan almost. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just 3 years older than that <laughs> so so uh i got to think that that there's a handful, handful, a handful. I'm just trying to think of the ones that will be the right one to to go with because man, we a lot of a lot of the wild ones mm-hmm. uh, sometimes have some flair to yes. how that how it got there. Exactly, and that's what I struggle with too. Like, but can we just edit or like beep beep beep? Yeah. Well, we had this guy that got a caught in a and had to go to the hospital and and they took it off with a beep. Right. Yeah. See, I yeah. can do it. That's it. So okay. that was it. I also oh, double as a sound yeah. effect major. I like that. Well, you said communications. Yeah. yeah. That, you know, that was a, that was you nailed that communication piece right there. Thank you. So well, I'll tell you what, yeah. I let me think about it. I okay. won't stop thinking about it, but I'll mul- be able to multitask. Okay. Yes. All right. So you can push forward, and they'll say, "Hey, I got the call." Okay. Great. All right. Yeah. So. Uh, life of a president. For those that are listening, that president, what the, you know, is president of what you know. Yeah, right. So president of a firefighters union that every firefighter they pay out of their paycheck yes. a certain amount of money to be part of this organization that they call mm-hmm. the union. That's correct. And the union represents them in the case that something um, goes wrong, right? I mean, do you want to kind of give? Yeah, yeah. So, so ultimately. A lot of people over time um, that know about unions appreciate them. There's others that uh, don't feel like um, they understand what the union does. And here's really what the union does. The union is a voice for the voiceless. It is the, it's the bridge for the worker to be able to get the right pay or benefits um, or work in, a, in an area with safety parameters that sometimes the private or public can dismiss or excuse and what happens is um, if you say hey um, just so you know I've had raging headaches for the last month uh, we had water come in I think there's mold I'm highly sensitive to it it's an effect it's affecting me and sometimes that 
uh, request or that insight to look further will either be denied just because of uh, there's prioritization issues and they don't get to it, or it's just denied as, hey, you, you're lucky you have a job, move on. And what happens is the union bridges that piece, so they become the forefront for that member and that individual doesn't now lose their job or get put into a punitive situation for voicing, hey, I can't feel good or whatever. So that's really what the responsibilities are. And um, we take that and I take that very serious and, and I rightfully so because, you know, um, if in the event the union wasn't there, then when the women uh, had kids or the males were going to go ahead and uh, go on paternity leave or when um, our other men and women and uh, decide to adopt or go through in vitro, whatever they're going to do. If there wasn't someone there to work on making sure that there there was a family medical leave act put in place so that they could have a, have their child and come back, just little things like that. That's what the union sort of is a bridge agent for. Right, because I think union. When people think of union, sometimes they think of like the 1950s or something like you know mm -hmm. some in the past. Where where I see the union today mm -hmm. is part of the community, just as much. A part of the community as any other organization, charitable group, anything like that where they want to reach out and they want to help the community as well as help their members as well. I mean, right. everything from the PTSD or P post-traumatic yep, stress disorder PTSD. and uh, suicidal kind of thoughts, mm -hmm. you know, all that stuff is it's a big bucket of, of responsibility that Absolutely. the union has today yes. that they didn't have in the past or maybe wasn't as prevalent. So anyway, that's... I know a lot of people don't understand what that actually is. So it's yeah. I, I like that you put it, it's the voice for the voiceless, because there always is the bigger guy. There sure. always is the bigger fish. And yep. so you need that kind of bridge to gap, you know. Yep. Not bridge to gap, but the bridge for the gap between, you know, the, the members and then also, like, the bigger guys, the bigger community making the decisions. And Absolutely. I think, that that, I think it's, a, I didn't understand it until you just explained it. So that makes a lot of sense to me now. And, and I, I would want to be part of it. Yeah, and, <laughs> I'm not a firefighter, but I'll be a part of it. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, then we'll have the, cool. the form for you later yeah. and sign it. It'll okay. be good. That easy. Yes, it's, Ray will just take it out of my paycheck. Yes, exactly. <laughs> just right. straight to the union. Perfect. <laughs> hey, uh, you know, on a personal note here too, I gotta tell the audience a little bit about Jason. Just I wanna, I wanna. This is not some ordinary just. Uh -oh. Run of the mill. He, I, I call him he's like smiling. the well. I call him like the Renaissance guy. <laughs> he's he's the Renaissance man. He's grinning. You know? Well, because, what's happened with this? No, because he's got all the like all the cool things covered. All those check boxes right. that I'm like, hey, I'd like to learn how to. Jason, check. Right. Hey, what about I'd like to learn how? Well, Jason, check. So let me just. Jason like, looks nervous right like, now. <laughs> no, like the coolest <laughs> instrument I think are the drums. You know. Oh, Jason plays the drums. Yeah. So oh, does he play the drums? He kills it. He kills the drums. Wax them. <laughs> The drums run when they sing. <laughs> yeah, he's a really good uh, musician in that regard. And uh, then the other thing, well, how long have you been playing the drums? Um, probably since eight years old. Yeah, so. I can totally see that now that you're saying it. I can just see Jason just, you know, coming home after a long day and just, <laughs> <laughs> I'll like show you a video. I got a video. Yeah, yeah. We'll do it oh all fair. Oh, gosh, please yeah. send a video. Yeah, I saw him, I saw him killing the drums, and it was like, whoa, man, what this guy is. Is that how he drum? wakes up the firehouse in yeah. the morning? <laughs> that, I, a lot of people don't know. I don't really talk <laughs> I about know. it. They don't know that. I just happen to know that because yeah. I'm friends with Jason as yeah. well. Uh -huh. And then the other thing is, um, you know, those big things in the sky that we see, Planes? In, yes. Yeah. So he <laughs> he's also a pilot. What? Yes. Yeah. Jason. Yeah. 
I know. Man, right? Jack of all trades. I'm saying. I'm learning so much. I've 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 known you for a couple months now, yeah. and I had the, the, what? And, he, <laughs> and he's only 22. Yes. Yes. I'm older than you. <laughs> oh my gosh, you've been a firefighter since birth, Jason. Yeah. Yeah. He came out with you like know, a fire. Do you remember like, Dookie Hauser? Those of you that are old enough to yeah, remember do- that Doogie, Doogie Hauser. He was an MD at what like. 13 years yeah, old or yeah. something. He's like the brain kid. Exactly. I wish I had that problem. But that's so cool. I mean, he's so right. he's a pilot. He's a drummer. He's the president of the union. Do you have a plane? I don't have a plane, though. It sounds like, like yeah. is, So wait, you can only fly planes or can you also do helicopters? Does I'm not rotary. Like... So helicopter, okay. they consider rotary. I have one hour in rotary. I was on air rescue mm-hmm. as, a, as a medic, um, but it defies gravity. Really, to be honest with you, so, so yeah, I'm not not so, really for yeah. that. Yeah. Do you have any other hobbies, or is that uh, <laughs> you pretty much got that? He said he was an entrepreneur too. Yeah. Well, I yeah. know that's a couple of businesses. That's yeah. for another podcast. Maybe we'll feature him in where we oh, won't even mention he's the union president. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> any, any other hobbies for uh, you, Jason? Hobbies, hobbies, hobbies. Uh, I, now you got me thinking. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, he's thinking about too many things, though. <laughs> no hobbies. Yeah. Goodness, you know what I enjoy sometimes is. Um, just doing nothing, that's yeah. like become a hobby. Oh, like not yes. doing anything is yes. really like a hobby for I me. I totally can relate. Sometimes when I do nothing, I feel like I'm on the best vacation of my life. Yeah. yeah. And you're you just know? in your living room. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so no, that's cool. tends to be my hobby now. So we got to learn a lot about Jason, a lot have, about what unions yes. do, mm-hmm. his role in the community, and we gave a lot of uh, attention to his up-and-coming podcast. Is there mm-hmm. anything else that you have on your to-do list for this uh, podcast. Just any other goals that you have for this goals? year? Goals? Um, I definitely want to really expand out that that podcasting piece. Mm-hmm. I want to really, every month there's something new happening, yeah. and I want to be able to plug into whatever is happening and allow people an outlet, an opportunity to hear, to see uh, what is going on from the perspective of your own trusted firefighters within your community. So mm-hmm. that's a real big goal of mine. Um, also to allow the community at large to uh, partner. And when I say partner, I want to be able to afford the community a chance to be able to highlight their companies. Mm-hmm. And by highlighting their companies, they can partner with us. They donate to Firefighter Charity so then we can give back to the MDAs, the breast cancer awarenesses, the autisms, all the things that we hold so close to our hearts. Um, they can, they, the community, if you own a business and you want to highlight it, you have a chance to, we create it like a tier to say, hey, uh, you want the full gusto. So we put forth through a partnership, uh, through Think Big websites, yep, yep. Uh, an opportunity for them to have a branded commercial of their organization. They get recognized on all of our social media platforms. And um, and then their proceeds are tax deductible because it's a charity. We're a 501c3. So they can write that off on their taxes. And sort of like everyone's winning. The community's winning. The firefighters, the charities. Just, it's a good, mm-hmm. it's a good uh, sandwich. I, I, I totally think it is. And, and that's why... One of the reasons, one of the big reasons why South Florida's Best is so proud to have Jason on is because we kind of want to look for those businesses and those opportunities that we can partner with. And any business product or service that is listening to this podcast, and they think that the fire service would be a great fit for their product, business, or service, they should definitely give Jason a call, set up that partnership. You will be featured on all their communication pieces. You have the potential to. And maybe that's going to take your business or product to the next level. Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't want to partner partners. with them, right? Yeah, who would not want to partner with a bunch of firefighters? I mean, I do. 
Exactly. So <laughs> and we want you to. I do. <laughs> so, so think about it. There's roughly we, you know, I chair on what's called a council, Borough County, uh, Borough County uh, Firefighters Council. That's 2,200 firefighters. That's mm. not including their immediate family and extended family. Internally, within just what right. I'm responsible yeah, sure. for is 736 active, 186 retiree. That immediately um, plugs into a new product. Yes. So excited. So that's an exciting time. So we're definitely going to get that piece out there. You'll find more information on our podcast and the links. And uh, if you don't have anything else, Karina, we could wrap this thing up. Or what do you think? I'm waiting for my story. Oh, the story. Oh, yes, sorry. I didn't forget. I didn't forget. Okay. <laughs> so one of the coolest calls that I was on happened probably about 10 to 15 years ago, somewhere in that vicinity. Um, we got a call. I was at the Port Everglades station. We get a call uh, that someone has high blood pressure. That's all it comes in as. And we need to get on a boat. And I'm like, why are we getting on a boat? So we have we have to take our um, fire truck and ambulance to a location, jump on what's called a pilot boat. So a pilot boat is a boat that goes out to the ocean. It literally links up next to a cruise, a big ship. Mm-hmm. And then that... Um, driver or, or what they call pilot so the the ship captain comes off of this small boat goes into this big vessel and brings it on into the port so that's like the formalities well we're on this boat so let's just say it's like a 20 to 28 football so we're going and all of a sudden we go outside port everglades and now we're in the ocean and we're just keep on heading east and i'm like where are we go who is this a mermaid with uh <laughs> Hypertension, well, high blood pressure. <laughs> Next thing out of nowhere, and I can't explain it any different than this. All of a sudden, we slow down, and the water starts to make, and I'm like seeing all this stuff, and out of nowhere comes a submarine, pops up, poop, comes up out of the water. The hatch opens, and about a hundred people. It was like ants. Everyone's coming out. They got guns, and they like line the vessel on the top. So submarines, partial out of water. It's lined with people, and I'm like looking, and I'm like, what is going on first You're time? You're scared. I'm like, oh, my God. And so then, and it's clearly our military, okay? So I know it's a it's an American submarine, uh, and we get this. I guess he was some form of a high-ranking officer on that. Uh, he was having headaches, nosebleeds. They couldn't go ahead and stop it. They were getting ready to go out, I guess, for however long they go out. So we extracted him off that vessel, put him on, and then I treated him, and we brought him in and transferred him over to rescue. So that's probably one of the safest. That was. Great timing. Was. And that was so worth the wait. That You had me susp- in suspense mode. I was like. <laughs> well, yeah, was- you said I ke- we kept going east, exactly. and I was like, uh-oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Is there like a, like a weird yeah. island that we don't know about, exactly. like right, right off the Port Everglades? Yeah, that was probably one of the most surreal moments of my career. I didn't story. even know that Thank they you. had submarines so close to like, well, where we are. Well, that made two of us. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. See, if that was me in that situation, right. I saw the water doing that while I was on a boat. Right. I'd be like, we gotta go. We gotta yeah. go. You're right. I'm, <laughs> I you're have going, pro- what is happening? Yeah. I'm thinking like the Avengers are coming out. Yeah. Like a sci-fi movie. That's cool, really yeah. cool. Pretty wild, mm-hmm. yeah. That's crazy. All right, let's well, let's wrap it up on that note. This has been the best podcast, in my opinion, we've had so mm-hmm. far. Thank you. Yes. Thank <laughs> we you. Have, like, Compliments of Jason. What's that? The Dos Equis man? Yes. The most interesting man. The most man. interesting man yes, exactly. in Cooper City is Jason. So far. So far. Yes. 
<laughs> so our first one right out of the gates. Wow, we hit a home run yeah. on this. Thank you, Jason, Thank for taking you your time. Thank you I know you have a busy schedule. Yeah. And uh, for the people listening, again, get in touch with Karina if you want to learn more about South Florida's Best and how we can promote your product, service, or opportunity. And if you want to get in touch with Jason, his information will be all over this podcast somewhere. Yep. Check him out. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. Everybody have a great day. Bye. 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 Take Bye. care. Bye-bye.